0: to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Sophie Doyle, Sydney-based founder of The Fable, joins us here today. The company specializes in silk shirts with an annual turnover of $4.5 million. Sophie used to wear silk shirts to work most days. They were the perfect day-to-night capsule for her marketing role at L'Oreal. The problem was that she could never find one that was made from a thick, lush fabric, or that had the perfect relaxed cut and was also machine washable. Sophie eventually left her marketing role after experiencing burnout. While recouping and refocusing on her next steps, she headed over to India to live in a yoga ashram. This is where she discovered a couple of the local textile factories and decided to have a go at creating her own silk shirt. Upon her return to Sydney, Sophie sold her car for $7,000, which then funded the first order of her shirts. The silk shirt took nearly a year and countless samples to develop. In this episode, we talk about Sophie's business journey and learnings along the way. Hi Sophie, thanks for joining us here today. How are you? Never better. Thanks, Alison. We we were getting deep in conversation about your business and I was like, right, we have to hit record because there's so much to talk about. So before we talk about your business, I'd love you to introduce yourself
1: to everyone. Yeah, sure. My name's Sophie Taylor. I'm the founder of The Fable. Uh, Started the business in 2015, started off as a little idea from uh, someone who was a fangirl of silk shirts and uh, yeah, a few years later, all was going great. Wow, where about whereabouts are you based? In Sydney, okay, eastern suburbs. Eastern suburbs, yeah, yep. that's the okay. one. Currently working from home because a uh, small person upstairs, so that's what life looks oh. like a bit these days. The juggle yes. is real. How old is your child? A Hugo, my little boy, he is nine months old. I've got a Hugo. How about that? I I've love got that. two
0: boys, so mine is Leo <laughs>
1: and Hugo, and Hugo. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. They those names go well together. So there you go. There's another name. They if you do have. actually. So if we have another lad, we can uh, <laughs> we could line up, line up. We could line up my gosh. No. So you're in the thick of it, juggling. Look, I I am, but I sort of love it. Yeah. I think it's it's actually quite a nice thing. I think um, having a business while like you've got to take your downtime and like if they're asleep, you've got to really hustle and use those you know use those forty five minutes. I think yeah. you do have the ability to sort of have both. Yes. So I do love that about it. Um, yes. Look, it's, it's totally a juggle, and you know, often it's a disaster. But you've just got to roll with that and embrace it, and then drink wide um, at the end of the day. But it doesn't work, you know.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about silk shirts. I'm yeah. I'm wearing one at the moment.
1: Oh I my bet. gosh, I
0: love it! And I was just saying to you before we hit record, I can absolutely see that once people have one. They're like, right, that cut's amazing, the fabric's amazing, yep. what colour will I get next? And that's what I'm thinking, what colour will I get next? In fact, there's yep. several. I need the white one for sure. Love that, love yeah. that. Yeah. So talk us through, like, what was the inspiration behind this business?
1: Yeah, so I um, I used to work in corporate back in a past life. I, I worked at L'Oreal and uh, loved it there, loved the brands, yeah. Um, loved the office life, loved it all and used to wear silk shirts there all the time. Mm. It was sort of my working go-to. I always liked the idea of wearing nice work wear, which wasn't daggy, yeah. uh, and something which I could wear on at night as well and didn't want to sort of spend $500 on, you know, I just like, I was there like just wanting nice pieces, which would look smart and which were quite low maintenance too, mm. but I could never find that silk shirt. There was sort of the ones which I loved were the designer ones, and like, that wasn't in my budget. And so I was just after something which was like the perfect cut, a really nice thick fabric, which you could wear tucked in or out, and just have a really nice working working outfit. So that was what I was doing before the fable. Yes. When I left L'Oreal, I went to live up in India, and I lived in a yoga ashram up there for wow. about a year. It was one of those sort of like eat pray love moments i was 25 and i was oh. like yes it's a great thing to do you know not many windows in life so you've got to take it and i think i was i had no job and no idea about what i wanted to do next but i discovered the silk factories up there and i was like oh my god this is amazing here's here what well, the beautiful silks i would have loved to have silk shirts in uh this fabric back when i was working in corporate and so I decided to make some samples, and literally uh, that was it. I think uh, at a different time of life, I might have been like, "No way!" But you know, like it was in previous times. So I thought, "Hey, I'll just give it a crack," and uh, started off making two hundred shirts. Um, came what, back to did you just got a plain white to start off with. Uh, no, so I had it was white, black, and navy. Okay, so- classic. That that was that was literally that was literally it went for the staple staple shades and um, launched a very average website and ordered two hundred shirts a hundred of them were unsellable because uh, the it was that was a very much a learning but that was the start right and um, it, it it grew from grew from there Alison so no it's been a wonderful wonderful journey but that was the beginning
0: how did you go about getting the cut right because that is such an important element.
1: It is, it is important. Yeah. And we only have one cut in yeah. our rank. So lots of brands will have a whole series of cuts. So we'll have the slim line. They'll have the regular fit. They'll have the oversized. But we just wanted one that was basically uh, a lot of sampling and just a lot of asking people what they want. Mm. Uh, it's as simple as that. I think sometimes things can be overcomplicated. But actually, if you just, if you you just if you ask 50 people what they like in a shirt, they'll tell you. Mm. They'll tell you the cuts they like. They'll tell you the brands they like. They tell you what what they want. Uh, and basically, uh, it was a whole series of samples. And then basically, we came to that one cut. Yeah. When I say we, it was it was me because right. I didn't have uh, you've nailed kids.
0: it. <laughs> no, I, I, for the listeners, I've got an extra small one at the moment, so I'm usually yep. size eight. And yep. I and I've actually got the sleeves rolled up today, and I can see that I will oh. wear this many different ways to create different looks depending on the time of the day and you know the occasion. But what I love about this, it's not so it's not slim fit to the point where it's like it's hugging you, but it's not no. loose so it makes you look big. So it's the most beautiful cut that accentuates the lines of your body. It's just and the shoulders
1: are perfect. Amazing! I'm pleased yeah. to hear this, Alison. It, yeah. it took it took a while to get that right, so I'm pleased to hear that.
0: I bet because I've got several silk shirts, all different priced, yep. and and you know what? Now I put this on, I'm like, this is the first one actually that is the right cut. Amazing! I'm pleased to hear this. Yeah, and I'm not Classic. just saying that; it's true. It's, it's true. true yeah. Good. yeah, that's great. <laughs> and I know I know how hard it is to create things that appear
1: simple so yeah and I think what what I wanted was something which could be worn tucked in or tucked out yes because I think that's and that's quite hard as well because you've got to get the lines right you've got mm. to get the length right uh sleeves rolled or sleeves down again creates different looks but if you've got the versatility to wear it in different ways it means that people could wear it more often yes and I really cared about that I'm a cost per wear gal If I can't justify the cost per wear, it's a no for me. Um, So that's where, like, I really want it to be something which people can wear in lots of different seasons. Mm. Again, like, with the colours and the prints, they're all pretty staple. We generally don't make that hot colour, which we hot this season and then out, because I like the idea that people can wear it for lots of different seasons. Yes. And once it's falling apart many years later, uh, then good riddance, right? But that's very much the spirit that we make shirts and we want people to be able to wear them over and over. Now,
0: the the other bit that I'm very excited about is the fact that we don't have to get this dry cleaned. I mean, my gosh, was that difficult, finding a fabric that's silk that can
1: be machine washed? Um, yes. I think I say, I say yes, but it was a long time ago. Certainly at the time it was yeah. really difficult. Uh, I hated the idea that you would buy something and then each time you wore it, it, was, it had to be dry cleaned. Yeah. That was just a no for me. All of a sudden, like if you want to wear it, like again, cost per wear, right? If you want to wear it all the time, you can't be drug cleaning it. That's hopeless, yeah. like expensive and a real fat. So it needed to be something which was low maintenance because again, like if you want to wear them for work, you don't want to have to be fussing around over something and having to take it off to the drug cleaners. It's got to be, it's got to be a low maintenance piece. Yes. So yes, that was hard, but I feel like it's been really key to making a product which can just be used for daily wear.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now the, the business has experienced extreme growth and you're doing so well. What, what would you say are some key elements
1: that have really helped you get into that successful category? So I think uh, one of the great tools which worked super well, which is a harder channel these days, is uh, Meta, formerly Facebook. I feel like three or four years ago, it was really in its heyday. You mm-hmm. had just this perfect data. Uh, Somebody would would buy a product and you had this live stream of exactly where they came from, how much they spent, and the ability to target people was both precise and inexpensive. So it was really meta which launched the brand. I think that came down to being lucky in the right time in the right place. I feel like it's a harder channel to monetize now. There's definitely still ways, but it's not as easy. You've got to move on. You gotta, you can't just rest on your laurels and feel like, well, wow, that used to work. You know, is it still gonna work now? No, that, that's definitely a harder channel. But that was what grew the brand initially.
0: initially. Yeah.
1: So that was a like that was a wonderful channel. Um still a channel now, but definitely we've had to diversify and put money into different pockets because it's uh it's saturated. And it's expensive. But in its early days, Meta was Meta was the a, a yep. golden goose. Where, where are you advertising now? It's a little bit of everywhere now, Alison. So like still Meta, Google works, uh, Pinterest works as well. Actually, that's been a really interesting one. Oh, right. Starting to have a look at TikTok, although it's not quite the perfect channel for what we sell. Uh, And then we have the partner site, the iconic, which we don't advertise through, but they sell shirts and it's, it's general promotion through that. Yes. Um, We did TV for a little bit, but found that that wasn't the right channel because ultimately what we sell is niche better to the kinds of marketing, which works for us is when we can hone in and find exactly, we know who our customer is. We know what they like and we know what they look like and we know how to get them now as well, which is Mm. how, um, how how the business has gotten to working working well when we went down the channel of exploring uh broad media, that was a no. Yeah. That's sort of try things. The spirit has yeah. been, you know, try it once, if it doesn't work, move on, but move on quickly. And that's what yeah. we've always done.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. So are you mainly your customers in Australia? Australia and New Zealand. Okay. We um we sell a little bit to the UK, but it's not been a primary market. What we've found is that within Australia, the business has hit a really nice sweet spot. Mm. Uh, We've got a really good group of customers. Word of mouth is growing. You go overseas, you've got to really go in and invest heavily to try and gain market share early on. And certainly, we've sort of had a little dabble in the States, really expensive over there. CPMs are off the Richter. It's sort of one of the things that unless you go in and do it properly, you've got to set up your warehousing because the customer needs That's to receive the right. product quickly yeah. you've got to go in you've got to partner with a lot of employees. you've got to you've got to really invest and what we have in Australia and New Zealand is um we're just in a really good place at the moment yeah. and it might be something that we do in the future but it's not something which we're going to rush into because i have heard a lot of stories of businesses who are well placed in a local market and have a good thing going on. They try and take on these big countries thinking that it's going to be amazing and they can replicate their success, but it's just not necessarily the case. So anything you do in that category is always something which you've got to do really carefully. Mm, I couldn't agree with you more.
0: Uh, is there anything that, you, you, that you've that you learned along the way that you just think, gosh, that would have been good to know in the early days?
1: So I think something which I was completely ignorant to was how tax structures and incorporating companies work. Right. Uh, I think it's the old story, if you're making money, you're paying tax, so that's a double-edged sword, good and bad. Um, But I probably didn't structure things in a way which was, to the best interest of the company, we incorporated too late. There's just some things which we could have done a bit differently, which would have set us up with better corporate foundations um, to grow and just would have been... A more useful thing to do early on i was ignorant um i've always loved marketing i didn't even know how to make shirts but i figured out how to make one and i think that's something which i probably should have got some more guidance on early on because it would have been more beneficial to the company as it grew yeah. um and i think the other one was um quality control i think early on in the days it was. I sort of had this false sense that if a, a factory partner told you that you're going to get 99% perfection, f- that that would be the case. But I think uh, a learning was until you have goods landed and you've seen them with your own eyes, do not assume anything. It's so true. <laughs> it's it been so a real learning. True. I've just had that happen to a client of mine. All, all the samples were
0: perfect. Yeah. And then she got the big delivery, and it's like, hang on,
1: this is nothing
0: like. What it wasn't,
1: yeah. yeah. And I think a real learning as well is once it's landed,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's really difficult to try and say to your factory, "Hey, can you can you take all of these back? You've already paid GST on them; they're in the country. To try and ship them back, uh, get your GST refund, it's really a no. Yeah, it's got to be right before it comes out. Otherwise, trying to how do you do that? So in the early days, I I think it's oh, best okay. if you just on the ground yourself. Yeah. And so I, I did that when we had um when we had our early factories. Now everything, now we have minimal issues, minimal, minimal issues. Um in any production, there's always going to be some, but uh in the early days it was different because as you grow, I think one of the hard things is that in the in the early days to try and find the perfect factory oh, is not possible. No because also the perfect factory requires a, a minimum order. That's right. And, First off the bat, you don't have the volume to meet no. that. You've got to take an imperfect factory and try and work with them and get the best result that you can. So for me, that meant being on the ground, but I learned that the hard way after the first batch of shirts arrived faulty. Oh my so God. then it's like, right, okay, well, we're not going to be, you know, just trusting old over here. We're going to actually be there seeing everything Uh, you see it with your own eyes and then you can be confident that what you've got is right. Now it's, it's different. Uh, The factory partner we have is an expert in making silk shirts, but in the early days, you know, like if you're like, Hey, you know, like amazing factory, I've got a order of 200 pieces. Can you take that? It's like, no, They don't. They don't want. They don't want you. (laughs) No, of course. Especially if you're splitting them across different colours as well. No, no, exactly. And by the way, I want you to help me develop the product. Yeah. And I want six different colourways, and I want this price. No, it's like (laughs) come back when you've got something worthwhile for us.
0: What What sizes are you making the shirts in? So extra small, which is the equivalent to an H. That's right, and then up to up to three XL. Okay, which is the equivalent of about a twenty. Wow, that's great, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 so good. And where where do the most the majority of
1: your sales come from? Are they online or where are they? Yes, yeah. online still very much. We're just starting yeah. to have a look at uh, exploring a retail network. There's that customer who just likes to try the fabric, yeah, mm-hmm. and they want to try it on. You know, like they don't. They're not interested overly in the online model. So we're just that we've had a lot of feedback about that. So we're looking to explore that avenue, but we're still 90, 99% online. Oh, that's good, isn't it? And, yeah. and through the Iconic as well. And through okay. the Iconic Which as well. Yeah. Through our store and through the Iconic is, uh, yeah. is, is nearly all online.
0: How, how long have you been with the Iconic for? Four years. They've oh, been a
1: great gosh. retail partner. They've got a really, really wonderful engaged shopper and they've been, um, they've been a great partner.
0: I, I shop through the iconic a lot. In fact, I just had a dress arrive yesterday, which was perfect because I've got an event tonight, and I and I ordered it. I think it was on
1: Sunday, and that's what I love about the iconic. It's just it's there. It, Shipping it's, is fast, fast and free as well, and I feel like they come with sort of the big people know that if you shop through them, it's legit. Uh, right. Especially, I think for up and coming brands, they're they're wonderful because. If you don't have brand authority yet, it helps to give Absolutely. that to association. People can have the confidence that you can shop through the iconic, and the returns are the returns are not going to be a problem.
0: Yeah, and that's what I love because I was like, literally, I was shopping online on Sunday night, and I was like, "Yep, that'll do." And my my mind was like, you know, if it's not right, I can send it back. Otherwise, totally. Yeah, otherwise I, I would be, like, thinking again, oh, you know, is it going to be, you know, if it's
1: going to be a hassle to return, blah, 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 you know, kind of like. like get there in time or not? Absolutely. I think that's yeah. the thing. It's like if you're at this sort of a com conduct out there these days, if if you can't get it yesterday and the mm. shipping's not free, forget about it, right? I know. Gosh, it makes it hard for business owners. It's good for the, for the consumer. Oh, but for the consumer, it's never been better, right? Yeah. You know, it's like if you if everyone's got uh, you know you can you can order and it arrives yesterday pretty mm. much that's what we want
0: yeah absolutely so so beyond shirts you also are doing eye masks and what was the other
1: um yeah so we've got a range of t-shirts and t-shirts. pajamas as well everything we've done is always due to what people want yes path them sale look we like this because i think this is the thing when you're if you're sort of a massive corporation and you've got a route through different channels that we're still. We've got a bigger team now than when we started, but we're we're still a pretty lean team, and it works really well because we can take on feedback and we can feed it through to the factory, and then we can make what people want. It so was good. um, it's, it's so good, yeah. So yeah. people were saying, "Oh, look, I you know love the shirts. Would love a long, a long pajama version, some luxe sleepwear," and so we made it. And I think it's um, it's, it's a great thing about being a nimble business. You can you can change and move in direct new directions quickly, which has been um. Been 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 a, yeah been really important as well. Yeah. I think especially during COVID. Right, it's um had to, be, this, had to be had to be nimble during that time. Oh, that was my next question in a minute. Um, yeah, the, the sleepwear is that silk. I'm assuming so. Yes, but it's a slightly different slightly slightly different type. It's a satin silk, which is just um right. makes for better pajamas. Yeah, so you can slip and slide in the bed. Totally, totally. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: <laughs> so all right, let's talk COVID because this is not COVID wear. What happened?
1: Oh, you're right. Very much not COVID where uh, people stopped going to the office, they stopped mm. going out and freaking out. Look, it was oh, interesting, God. Alison. I sort of wasn't because right. I think if I had a whole series of shops. yes. You've got you've got your rent to pay, you've got your staff, you've got all of those costs which are fixed and come in regardless. That I would have been freaking out. But mm. that's that's not us. Um, we operate out of a, a warehouse and the fixed costs are low, and the majority of the costs in the business are you marketing and you can turn it up and down. Yeah. Okay. We had the ability to yeah. do that. And what we actually found is that while that core customer who wants to wear the wear the product out, they reduced. Because they didn't have the need. People were buying skincare. They were buying Mm. activewear. Mm. Because all the shops were shut and we were online and we could still keep operating throughout, there was a customer there who basically just wanted something to arrive at their door. Right. And we lost a customer, but we gained another. And it was the fashion gal who who just wanted something new. So what we found is that by bringing out a whole series of new colours, we worked with our factory to create smaller drops, and people still wanted them Mm. because they couldn't do anything else. Right. Uh, so they shopped and so when we we figured that out we were able to move quickly um and then when things there was a there was a few months there where things were hard and we just reduced our marketing spend mm-hmm. and we catered to the times and then everything was fine but I think uh I'm certainly very pleased that if we had a whole series of bricks and mortar stores oh. that would have been a whole that would have been a whole new category absolutely yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so good!
0: All right then, where can everyone find these amazing shirts?
1: Love it, us and so at thefable.com.au. If you if you hit the fable, the fable silk, any of those will uh, will pop up on Google. If you're an iconic customer at the iconic, uh, that does the trick as yes. well but what either of those am I two wearing... wearing? is this like a nude or neutral yeah yeah, we call that a signature nude is what we call S- it signature
0: We've... nude yep. everyone yep. i'm loving this yep. Here we go. but now i need i definitely need a white and a black and then um i saw the striped one as well but well, i'll start off just with the staples with the white and black which is exactly what you said you launched with exactly what we launched yep. with I saw still the best sellers today Yeah, yep. there you go everyone needs these in their in their wardrobes You can dress them up. Love it. down. Sophie, thank you so much for joining us here today. It's been a pleasure speaking.
1: Thank you, Alison. It's lovely to have a catch up.